You're just sitting here talking to friends. Tell the devil to go back to hell where he came from. Exactly. This is your time. This is how we're going to do this. This is God's time. That's right. <laughs> so welcome to episode five. Who even thought episode five of my green chair? Today I'm sitting in a black chair. So I'm just going to be completely transparent with you. Angela will not give me my green chair. So I will sit in a black chair, a burgundy chair, or a white chair. But today I'm sitting in a chair of honor because I have the beautiful, amazing, amazing Tammy Edwards in the house. Uh, and Angela, as always, is here with me. And we are going to talk to her. Uh, I don't know if you know Tammy Edwards. I don't know if you have a Tammy Edwards in your life. But if you don't, you need one. You need to find her. Um, she's the one that gives everything she has to everybody she comes in contact with and still keeps giving from some secret pocket that Jesus gave her. I don't know. He didn't give it to me because when I'm tapping out, I'm done. And I just can't do it. Not one more time. Just like last night when I fell asleep at seven o'clock and, and Jeff woke me up at 10 o'clock to go to bed. And I did. And I woke up at oh by eight this morning. So um, this chick right here, I think Wes Chilton is our online pastor. Um, and he thinks that she is phenomenal. Um, he in staff meetings has told us before, you know, we'll ask him how the online um, family is doing. And he'll say, man, I got the best host in the world. I got the best prayer team in the world. Y'all know you some Tammy Edwards and we all laugh and say, yes, we know Tammy Edwards. Well, Jesus knows her personally. So if y'all need anything prayed about, I'm just going to get it to her and she'll get it taken care of. So um, we just knew we've been, we've been trying to get this done for a couple of weeks and it just so happened uh, that she had today off and um, she is looking fierce in a leopard uh, print cardigan what you know about some leopard print cardigan hello uh so hey tammy good morning <laughs> <laughs> and angela good morning to you good morning so tammy edwards uh i met you through our mutual friend jenny wyatt and i gotta give jenny a shout out on this one you have made such an impact in her life I don't know if y'all talked about Jesus or if she just saw Jesus in you. Um, Jenny has always held you in a position of esteem. She loves you. And I fell in love with you through her. And then when I met you at Zumba, uh, she did a happy dance and you did a happy dance. And I was dancing. I didn't even know why I was dancing. Just because I was excited to meet this Tammy that she talked about. And 2.2 seconds later, I was crazy about you too. I've never heard you have a bad day. I've never heard you talk about anybody else. I've never heard you um, be down on anything. You are always positive. Do you know that? Wow. That's really amazing that you saw that in me because yeah. I see the negative in me. Isn't it we are our worst critics. We are. Everybody can tell us everything good about us, and we say, who's she talking about? Yeah. Who, who, who is that? Yeah, I mean, as you're sitting here talking to me about the online, I feel like the biggest failure as an online host and that could ever be. And he thinks you're wonderful. Because there are Sunday mornings with, you know, because when Wes added me to this, we were, you know, right in the clinches with fighting cancer with yeah. Tommy. And, um, you know, I had already told him not to add me to it because I don't want to let anybody down. Because you could I have, if you wanted to. Well, I have this huge um, idea that I have to be perfect. Whew, where does that come from? Oh, my yeah. mama. I get you it. You know, my mama was a perfectionist. So if I can't do something... 100% then I shouldn't do it at all. But your 100% is most people's 150%. I mean, you 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 do so well at everything that you do that you don't think you do anything. But girl, the rest of us are looking at you. I mean, if I could just Remember those old SNL skits where they bow down to people? Oh, yeah. we're not worthy. We're not worthy. I'm telling you, that's that's the way the community, you know, we just talked to Christy Dawson too um, when we prayed before this interview, and she told you the same thing, that you just give and give and give 
until we think there couldn't possibly be anything left, and then you mm-hmm. give again. But that's what brings my heart so much joy, is to think that I am doing for others the way Jesus would want me to. My whole thing when I when Jesus brought me back, which was, by the way, the night that I stepped into River Oak to RZF. Wow. In a really dark mm. place, very dark place. So, how long ago was that? A long time ago. <laughs> 20, 12? 11, 11, 12, 10? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 2011, because my sister had been diagnosed with cancer and I was, you know, losing the best friend that I'd ever had in my entire life. Mm. The one positive person that I always had that lifted me up, that told me Jesus loved me no matter what I'd done wrong. I had new mercies each day, and she loved me, and he loved me. And, you know, so I stepped in there, and, you know, I'm not coordinated at all. That's not true. Don't even. Jackie Lynch. (laughs) If Jackie Lynch was facing that way, whoo, girlfriend could halfway follow, (laughs) turn around and look at me, and I'm lost. It's over with. I'm running into people. They're going right. I'm going left. That's not true. Don't even, Jackie. That's not true. And then that's the night that the TV crew shows up. Oh, no. No joke. And I'm so insecure about even, but people told me, come on, come here. Tell me, it's okay if you're not coordinated. You, nobody's going to judge how you're, whether you're following it not. correctly or not. They bet not. You know, Which just come. You, you won't believe the atmosphere. And I'm like, y'all know how much I love to dance and love music. And, oh, and I needed this. I needed women. I needed women who lifted you up and who prayed for you. And if you had something going on, we all standing in a circle and, touching each other and you know and so they freeze frame like when you go on to wsct tv i think that's who was there (laughs) the freeze frame was guess whose face and i'm like oh my word i'm never going back there again and my daughter said "Uh uh-uh mama we had so much fun we going back oh abs can roll oh man that's my girl abs can dance that joker was well that little girl i paid for it for all the years she's over there you know but she, you know, she, Mama, going the wrong way. You know, that kind of thing. Do you know what but, I remember at that night? What? The last song. The last song. Uh, we always try to turn around. I just want to see the people's faces. I just, I just want to see where they are. Mm-hmm. And it's like Jesus sometimes takes a highlighter and just lights people up for me so I can watch. And back row, Tammy's on the back row, and hands raised up. And the last song was what, Tams? Redeemed. And uh, the tears were flowing. Yes. And when you talk about a freeze frame, when I think about to that first night, my freeze frame with you is hands lifted. I don't know that you did any of that dance that night. It was just uh, tears rolling. The first words, the first words were me. It was, you know, that first word that, of that song, like I, I literally have it written down in my in my journal. She of, showed it to me <laughs> of where those and and Jackie's dance, her movements were just, you know, it. I felt everything that every sin I'd ever committed, every weakness, every failure, every temptation that the devil had ever placed in my brain mm. where he told me I wasn't good enough and that I everything I had done wrong that Jesus would could never love me and that song you know just like I can't even remember a word of it right now but, <laughs> but it's just like it you, you know the heavy chains when when Jackie did that movement I felt I felt lighter yeah Aww. I felt Oh, that's right. My Jesus suffered. He walked that walk. He wore that crown of thorns and and he bled for me. Right. We forget that so easily. And we pick up those things that he has freed us from. Yes. Well, but you know, the control freak folks, when we lay it at his feet, when I get on my knees and I put it at his feet, and then I go away and then I go, oh, let me fix that. Yeah. Oh, let me talk to that person because, and then I'm going to go run my mouth to that person <laughs> before I say, Jesus, give me the words. Yes. 
I try to do it on my own because I'm such a control freak. I tell you, I didn't realize I had control issues. <laughs> I laughed at Angela. I was like, bless your heart. You are a control freak. She was like, I didn't realize that. I was like, yeah, you are. And then I looked one day in the mirror and Jesus was like, and so are you, champ. And I was like, what? I didn't even know that. So I think, I think if you are a woman, you might have some control issues. Yeah. You try not to, but that's just who we are. We're fixers, yeah. and we are nurturers, and we we got this. And you you snuggle in next to me, sweetie, and I'll fix it. And well, and pride and control go hand in hand. Oh yeah. yes. Oh yeah. And, I, and having that humility to realize that you are not in control of anything. Right. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Why am I trying to control the things that Jesus said? Give it to me. Yeah. Give like it to me. Like we can do it better than he can. Right. I mean, come on yeah. now. So your sister died of what kind of cancer? She had um, bile duct cancer. She actually oh, had breast wow. cancer. So we fought breast cancer, and Jesus healed her. I, and, thought, I thought she had breast cancer, And um, this the, that was bile duct cancer, very rare. Never um, heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it was. that was a tough time, watching her... Mm, Mm. But I remember at RZF when we would set the balloons off, you would write her name in you know, oh, October. Yes. Oh yes, down for the at pink the thing. Yeah, and yeah. then we went to um, we were at the um, the the crossing down there. Yeah, uh, and Riverwalk. we did that, and we did the Zumbathon, yeah. and got my Diana Gunnell. Yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it you know, but at the end when she was so so sick, you know. She knew Jesus. She knew her Jesus. Don't you know he was just waiting for her? Yeah. To and you know, I don't know if you know this about my sister, but her son was shot and killed years ago. Oh my gosh! I think you told me that. Yeah. I mean, my family's had so many traumatic. I lost my dad when I was twenty, and I was a daddy's girl. <laughs> and then I lost my brother to a massive heart attack. He was a firefighter. His funeral was actually here at this church what yeah (laughs) and uh you know and then um I lost my mom and then one year later I lost my precious baby um Christopher and uh you know that 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 shook us that that and um you know my sister and I were so close that um that was like losing my own yeah. child. I mean, we did everything together. We vacationed together. I mean, I kept those babies were, you know, I was, she was 15 years older than me. So her babies mm. are my babies. Yeah. You know, I helped her raise them. I kept them. I, you know, we, so that is by far the hardest thing. But, but you know, my sweet Chris, he, he knew his Lord and Savior before. And, and and I know for sure that both of them are in heaven. Wow. And when my sister left this world, I could imagine, first of all, Jesus just wrapping his arms around her and saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Oh, because you think I take care of people? Mm. That's where I get it from. My mama and my sister, they were the... I mean, I just watch them and watch them show the love of Jesus to family, friends, no matter. I mean, it just it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. If Jesus loves you, I do, too. That's you know, right. That's my right. uncle used to say that to us all the time. Jesus loves you, and I do, too. And I'm like, yes. You know, so. That's funny. My T-shirt said, Jesus loves you, and I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Why Maybe. am I not surprised? Yeah. <laughs> I need a new T-shirt. <laughs> So, you know, with each loss um, that we've had, you know, it, I had two choices. Yeah. I could, you know, just continue to feel sorry for myself and what I don't have anymore and what, you know, the thing about that, what I've learned with my husband's cancer, you know, the only time I worry anymore is if somebody doesn't have a relationship with Jesus. God. If somebody in so my good. family, if there's somebody my in my family that does not have, it's not about being a Christian. It's not about whether you go to church. It's yeah. do you believe that Jesus died on that cross that you 
can ask forgiveness of your sins and spend eternity with him. If you don't know that, then I'm worried. Then I'm then I'm going to then I'm going to get upset, you yeah. know. Um I recently had a family member that had COVID and had to be put, you know, on the ventilator. Mm. And, um, you know, I have to know. It's like I have to know, like, where are we, where are we with Jesus, you know? Right, right. And, um, you know, with my husband, like, he got baptized years ago. And, you know, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just straight up be real honest That's with you. That's what we do. I thought I had a relationship with Jesus. Girl, what you talking about? Whew. I mean, I thought, you know, I was telling Angela earlier, I had a heart relationship with Jesus. You know, I accepted Jesus when I was 10 and, and Billy Graham crusade, just as nah, I am prayed. Uh, and, really? Isn't that cool? Yeah. I love that. And, um, you know, I had a heart relationship with Jesus. You know, I loved him, and I loved what he did for me. But when that devil would come along to tempt me, and we're, I'll just say whatever fashion it was, because good day, I did some things back in the day. I've never done one thing wrong. <laughs> Not one. Never did anything. Bless your heart. I'm about to and choke on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I get and, it. And, you know, so, but... The day that I found out my husband had cancer, I said, wow, okay, you know, and all these years I had two, I had two people, one was a pastor and one was a, um, uh, my Sunday school teacher, um, and I worked with my Sunday school teacher at Southside, uh-huh. um, Bobby Shields. And uh, I hear great things about him. Okay. We so, talked about Bobby Shields yeah. a lot last night. Yeah, we did. Group. Well, Bobby Shields was my, my Sunday school teacher, and he worked with me. Wow. So I wear my emotions right here. Like, you're going to know. Mad, upset. You know, <laughs> it, you are going to know it. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. You don't play poker well. There's no fake. There's I get nothing. it. There's, you know. So I could come in in the morning and, Tams, what, what's going on? I'm seeing something here, you know. And Like, <laughs> you know, when my mom passed away, we were going to the same church, but I, she went to the 830 service, and no, and I had kids. I rolled up in at the 11 or, you know, Sunday 11, school 15, or wherever, you know, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and so I'm at her funeral, and, like, you know, it was like, well, what you doing here? And I'm like, um, it's my mom's funeral, <laughs> you know? And like oh, the people in the church wow. didn't even know she was my mom because oh, she wow. went to that service and I went to the other service, you know? So, so it's like, but I had this, my dad had his first heart attack when he was, when I was 10. Oh, so wow. I grew up like, and I had him for 10 more years after that. So I grew up with this learned behavior of worry. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So. Waiting for the other shoe to fall. Right. And so I'm mm-hmm. in church and I'm listening and I'm, you know, and these people are saying to me, Tammy, where's your faith? You know, and I'm like, and like, and like, I, and like, you know, I would talk to Bobby and he would say, come on, girl. God's got this, you know. And I'm sitting there going, how do you do that? Because, see, the learned behavior in my mental health is not allowing me to see Psalm 91. Right. <laughs> I mean, Jamie Roberts, <laughs> which, which I was already on Psalm 91. She just brought it in to yeah. me. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, at that point, you know, when, when he had his first surgery, and, I mean, his tumor was the size of a soccer ball. Oh, my gracious. You talking about Tommy's? Yes. My husband shouldn't be here. All right. So, so stop right there. What year was it that you wow. started battling this with him? 2018. We found out in September 2018. So, was he having problems? Was it just a routine checkup? It was. Uh, we had Matt and Tara. They were getting married. <gasps> and Jeff did that yes. wedding. It was beautiful. <laughs> he looked so pretty that day. Ooh, and Jeff, I mean, he just brought, I mean, he brought some chills oh. to me What he said talking about Aww. i mean it, your family god that was a beautiful day wow well, beautiful day and so you know um 
we found out that we had had a shower for them. It was during Hurricane Michael. We had that storm come through, flooding. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had my, my great nieces and nephews with me, spending the night with me, my babies. And so Tommy comes out of the bathroom, and he's like, and I'm like, you got a kidney stone. And he's like, yes, I do. And I'm like, and he's like, I got to go to the hospital. And I'm like, uh, I got the kids. And he's like, it's okay. Matt can take me. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. Listen, I had one kidney stone the size of a grain of sand. And I was praying that Jesus would take me home. I have never. Right. So that look on your face, that's. Yeah. And so he takes him, you know, and Matt calls me and he's like, Ma. I'm like, what? And he's like, they're saying dad's got something the size of a football showing up on his CT scan. And I'm like, sweet Jesus. What? Mm. And I'm just like, uh. so, you know, uh-huh. we go to the urology clinic because it looked like it was attached to his kidney. And um, fast forward, we get down to Duke and they take him into surgery and they go to touch the tumor like they're getting his kidney already because they're going to take try to take half his kidney and, um, I mean, it's so large that it has all of his, like, organs smushed. And, like, he, can, he cannot eat. He's in so much pain. And we have to take him to the emergency room. And, and so we're, here we are. It's like, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out what to do. And they're telling us it's a fluid-filled cyst and that they're going to drain it. And... Then they come back, and they had looked at his scans, and they're like, this is not a fluid-filled cyst. This is a solid mass. And I'm like, oh. And so they touch it, and it just slides off his kidney. It's not even kidney cancer. You know, we find out it's liposarcoma. What does that mean? It, sarcoma is a, very, it's a very rare cancer. There's not a lot of, you know, it's not a lot of things that work on it. Um, there's, um, it's cancer that started in a fat cell. And, uh, so they tell, you know, they're telling us, you know, they put us to a doctor. So it wasn't attached to any organ. It wasn't. It was, it looked like it was, it looked like it was attached, but because it was so big. It had just landed It wasn't moving. Yeah. At this point it's not moving. So it looks like it's kidney cancer. And so. You know, so here we are, you know, and we're seeing the sarcoma specialist, and, you know, he tells us, we're going to wait three months. And Yeah, okay, wait three months. Well, I mean, they, you know, they had done the surgery. It's out of his body. But everything we had read and everything that the other doctor that removed it had said was, you do surgery and then you do radiation. Yeah. But he decided not to do that. And, you know, I, Why? I should have followed my instincts to yeah. say, because the other doctor that removed it, that's what he told us, like that he had looked it up. He, it wasn't his field, but he had looked it up. And so we Gosh. waited three months, and we went back for a scan, and there was one the size of an avocado. Oh, so, like, Lord. this is fast-growing cancer. This is, you know, so he gives us his, you know, what he wants us to do. He wants to put in a port, start chemo right away, you know, and... um in the back of my mind, I just keep, you know, thinking, wait, wait, what about this other stuff I'm reading and hearing and, you know, what, and, and so he's like, you know, Tommy's just like, he's distraught and he's, you know, this ride, this ride home, it's so bleak. It doesn't even, we don't even like, you know, and then, and then just all of a sudden I'm like, I'm not, uh uh-uh. Here it comes. Nope. uh -uh. Nope. (laughs) Here she comes. I got a Jesus. Yeah. We taken this to my God. So we went home, and as a family, we got together and we talked about it, and we prayed. And I said, okay, you know, Tommy, you got to decide, you know. He said, okay, you guys research it and find what my other opinion, like I need a second opinion. Yeah. Find out where we can go. So yeah. Abby got on her computer, and I got on my computer, and I had my list, and she had her list. And I said, okay, here it is. And I said, you got to look at this list and pray about it and see where God's leading you. Good Lord. So, you know, here this is. This is something that's like, you know, and I'm like, no, this is my husband. This is, you know, we're not 
I'm not losing him. I just got him where we need to be. It took us 25 years to get here. (laughs) And we've got work to do, you know, Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, and I'm like I say, he has a relationship, but it's not, and even my relationship is not where it should have been. Yeah. yeah. So I get busy. Come on now. And I say, okay, all right. So he prays about it and he, 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 he decides that he wants to go to the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I pulled that out. We saw, that's where I saw you in Target and you said, guess where my husband is going. Right. And I said, well, I've seen that on TV. That's where I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but he worked with a woman that her husband had been going there. So Jesus just, you know. Is that the one in Texas? Well, see, they have five locations. And when you call, you know, first of all, you have to be approved to go. They have to feel like that they are going to be able to help you. Right. Because... They're a phenomenal place. They pay for your transportation to the get flights, there. Yeah. They pay for your what? air flights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is all God. God just worked all this out. He went ahead of us, and he just worked it all out. Ain't it good? Out. Ain't it mm. good? Mm. Isn't it amazing what happens Ugh. when we surrender it all yes. to him? Yes, yes. And so I called, you know, the man that was the patient advocate told me more on the phone about my husband's cancer than we had been told at Duke. Come on now. So I said, okay, we all felt like this is where God. So we prayed and we prayed and we said, okay, please let them accept him. Please let them accept him. And please let it be close by because Tammy Edwards cannot get on a plane. <laughs> because of, And it's not a fear of, because, you know, I can, like, I can do it, but yeah. I have chemical sensitivities i'm allergic to dogs and cats and you know you get on a plane and there's somebody sitting beside you yeah yeah. (laughs) or no your dogs now can sit in your lap beside you in their little carrier your kitty cat can sit beside you that's an asthma attack waiting to happen absolutely yes ma'am so so but here we go i don't care where we got to go i don't care how i have to drive yeah. We're going to do this. Jesus will get me. Doesn't matter about my problems. I got to pack up the whole kitchen to go because I have food allergies. And right. we got to have right. somewhere to cook because I can't just go eat anywhere. So yeah. oh, we have gosh. to stay somewhere that it, you know, I mean, it's you just. You need a, to be bubble wrapped. Right. Right. That, yeah. Just talk to my family about that. Like, it's like traveling with her is no fun. Yeah. But anyway, so, so I was like, Georgia. That's that's where they put us, really? was Georgia. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. That was yeah. all Jesus. We can drive to Georgia. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we drive to Georgia. And he has had five surgeries, mm. four of them to remove cancer. So each time it's a new tumor. Each time we would go back, it would be a new tumor. It could be the size of a quarter or it was the size of an avocado. They We got in with a surgeon that was, whew, mm. I mean, God just, he just went ahead of us. The, the, the oncologist that he had was the, she had come from a research center and she had done every research that she could about liposarcoma. So there's and, not a lot of information, but that girl right there was the vessel oh, that had all she, of it. She pulled it. And I mean, <laughs> but everything that happened, like I can see God's hand and not only seeing God's hand with what was going on at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, but what was happening in our family. Tell Mm. me. Tell me about that. Okay, so I got busy with prayer. Even this really sweet man named Jeff Lynch. (laughs) I'm going to talk to him on the phone one day, and I'm like, okay, so, you know, and, and I'm, we're doing compassion, but it's COVID style. Yeah. And it's, you know, and I said, well, I want to be involved, but with what we've got going on, you there's not protect. a lot I can you do. To. That's yes. right. Because I'm already so overwhelmed. Right. But yet I need to be doing because when you're going through that storm, it's so much better to not think about yourself and what you've got going on. You give it to Jesus and then you get busy doing for other people. Come on, girl. And so I said, okay, so what can I, I, prayer, 
okay, Jeff, I need some help with prayer. I need to understand how to pray for my husband and for other people. And I need my prayers answered. Right? Yeah. So he's going to tell me about a Bible study. So I'm going to get that Bible study, and I'm going to start working on it. And then, you know, all of a sudden I'm on a prayer team for... for, <laughs> for um, Of course this, you are. Yeah. And so, and I love being there yeah. because I've got my prayer journal, and I can write it, and I can pray, and I can... Because let me tell you now, the people that have prayed for us, we are not where we are now without... Not without our prayer warriors. That's right. Wow. I mean, and then my husband's very private. Dutton, you know, you don't, we don't. And so I said, okay, we have a form here. We have Facebook. You know, so so many people are all the negatives and negatives about Facebook and all that. And I said, how do you feel about me, like, asking people to pray for us? I said, but now you got to understand something. Jesus needs specifics. I need these people understand. I mean, they're going to go on this journey with us. Yeah. I need them to know what to pray for. Like, I got to be specific when I do this. And so it started out me just typing it out and then letting Abigail read it because I'm not a writer whatsoever and I get off on a different tangent <laughs> as I've done five, probably five times today. It's but, okay. Um, you keep going. So. I, I get in that, and I'm like, okay, so are you okay with this? And he's like, and, you know, I had to explain to him. I'm like, I know it's pride that wants to keep, to keep you in that area of, I don't know if I want everybody knowing what's yeah. going on in my life. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, we got to humble ourselves. We got to let people know we need Jesus. Yeah. And that we need his help. And that we believe, that we believe he will do this for us. We can't ask for it. We can't lay it at his feet and then turn around going, well, I don't know if it's going to, you know, if this is going to work. Right. You know, it's got to be that we have the faith and we know. Yeah. We can't stay in the negative area. That's where that's where the devil wants us to be, yeah. is in that ne- negative area, because he's going to run it through my head. Oh, God's not going to heal your husband. You know, hey, you, you better go ahead and get used to being by yourself, because this is the way it's going to be. He's such a punk. And, he's you know, such a punk. And so I'm like, No. But it's the people that God brought in yeah. to my life. It's the, you know, it's the, okay, so then we start getting good news. You know, this medicine's working. This trial medication's working. And it's not chemo. You know, so he's still doing good. He goes, he has a surgery. He's out for five weeks and, I mean, six weeks, and he goes back to work. And I'm like, and he wants to go back to work. He does. He it, it's it's mm-hmm. so upsetting to him to not be able to work because yeah. he's so driven and yeah. so he's got to take care of his family and you know and here we are over here going okay we're going to Georgia with four dollars you know in our savings account because the first year we lost so much money of him not being yeah. in work and right. you know and and then I'm over here a worrier about oh my gosh how are we going how are we going to make it through without the you know yeah. without the money because I didn't even have a job I had you know I had finished my job being a nanny in Salem Virginia I'm back here and I don't have a full-time job I'm you know I'm being a substitute and how are we going to do this and Mm. you know and and you you know your savings gets depleted and you you (laughs) and then I read and then there's a pastor that talks about money and then there's somebody that says, you know, and I and I, I will never forget leaving Duke and getting on my knees and saying, okay, God, I can't do this anymore. I can't worry about this anymore. Yeah. I can't. I can't be in this, uh, in this, in this fight without you. Yeah. I've got to have you. I've got to have your. I've got to have the supernatural, the supernatural mm-hmm. yep. healing. I've got to have your supernatural 
financial stability. I've got to have you come take care of my babies, my daughter and my son and my precious daughter-in-law, who's not a daughter-in-law. She's my daughter. Um, I need you to help me take care of them and that man that I need here with me for the rest of my life. And boy, did he show up and show up. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, tell it, tell it, tell it. Okay, so I put, you know, I put this stuff on Facebook, and I'm writing it to begin with, and things are starting to work. And we get home, and I say, uh-uh, nah, nah, nah. You know, 300 people praying for us and, you know, and, and, and commenting and, you know, and, and I'm like, no, they deserve more than me just writing this. Then your sweet little face popped up on my timeline. I said, what? Terry Edwards doing a video? Out of my comfort zone. Completely <laughs> out of my comfort zone. Like, and everybody's like, oh, you did a live. And I'm like, no, I didn't do a live. I set that thing up in my bedroom <laughs> and I recorded it. And you want to know how many I had on there? Probably five. So what? It was beautiful. And I would take them to Abigail and I would say, Listen, and she got, Mama, you off course, try all over again. You oh, know, no. but I love her for that because yeah. that baby is so smart and so she's, you know, writing and words and, you know, nothing that I have. I'm math minded and she's all the other. Yeah. But, you know, our people that God placed in our lives, you put needed, a face to what was going on. Well, they needed to know how much. We love them for what they're doing for us. And they deserved to have something that felt not just a written thing that you got to read. They needed my words. And they would have had Tommy's, but he's not comfortable with doing that. But boy, by the end, he literally is on these videos saying thank you. And I'm like... Watching the growth in him, yeah. Watching what Jesus is doing in his life and his, wow. like, I can't wait. I mean, we've had two normal months. January fifth, we heard the words, "No new tumors." Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. After five weeks of radiation, and look, I got a story over that. You better tell it. Okay, so <laughs> so here we are, you know, and my beautiful Jamie Roberts that yeah. God put in my life. Aww. I've only seen her a couple of times, like it, but mm, here she is. God puts her in my life, right? And she starts in telling me. She's sending me messages on what I need to do, yep. how I need to pray, what I need to, you know, and getting this anointing oil. And, and, and so I'm like, okay, I got to find out about this. So I got some folks that, you know, work that, that they, you know, because I've never been in a church that does anointing oil. No. Nope. Okay? No, nope, I haven't either. But I have a precious friend, um, you know, uh, Liz Ricketts, who said, Tammy, have you been to your elders of the church and asked them to anoint Tommy with mm-hmm. oil? And I said, well, I'm not in church right now because of COVID, so, but that's not true. You were online well, all the I know, time. But I know it's but the same see, thing. But see, to me, it's not. I know because I want to be in the church. I know I want to be here. That's me. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I know. The, I'm my people. You know, I, I got to see my people. I got to hug Jackie Lynch. I gotta, <laughs> you know. So, so, um, so I start researching this. You know, and and I'm like, okay, God, you did not send her to me for no reason. That's right. I, I got to know about this. So I find out about it, you know, and, and so <laughs> needless to say, as a family, we took that anointing oil and no, we're not the elders of the church, but we believed in it. Yeah. We believed in it. And we stood in our house on a Sunday morning after watching Compassion. And we took that oil and we all laid hands on it and we prayed over it. Absolutely. All authority given to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You also have. Yes. So don't talk to me about no elders. Oh, so we took that and we prayed over it. And as a family, each one of us went with him a week down there. Okay, so here we start. And, and, and he's not going to go there 
to do his radiation. He just wants to do it here so it doesn't cost money and he can, you know, still go to work and make his money and take care of his family. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're not doing this. And he's like, but we don't have the money. And I'm like, we don't have to worry about that. God's got this. Yeah. We're going to pray about it as a family. And we're going to get this done. That's right. And so I'm going to try not to cry over this one. But because of me, we couldn't stay in one of the hotels that had a really cheap Mm -hmm. rate because of COVID. They had some COVID Act money. And so they're only charging, you know, $25 a night for a hotel room that has a kitchen. Okay, well, I can't stay there because they allow pets. Yep. So I can only go stay at this other hotel that doesn't allow any pets that has a kitchen for five weeks. Tommy needs a kitchen, too. So, you know, I'm, like, calling them on Friday. We find out on Friday that his radiation starts the following Thursday, and I'm calling the, you know, the hotel and... And I'm like, okay, you know, how much is it? And okay, so $4,000 is what it's going to cost us for 35 days. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I can put it on my credit card. We've got this. It doesn't matter. Your life will, will, yeah. will God will see to it that we can pay the credit card off. This is not a problem. And Abby's like, Mama, let me, let me check on an Airbnb. Let me get busy about that. So I'm like, okay. So she gets busy trying to find an Airbnb. Sunday morning, I'm on my online church that I am a member of, and so I put on there, you know, Wes comes on and says, how's Tommy doing, Tammy? And I say, he's doing great. Uh, We start radiation on Thursday. If you all could please pray. These are my prayer requests. Pray that God protects his body and that God will not let him have a lot of side effects, and that we can find a place that we can afford to stay in. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so people start. Yeah. Leslie Powell, she's going to start looking for an Airbnb uh-huh. for us too. You know, so here's all my people that God's given me, and I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for these beautiful people. I'm not by myself. <laughs> and, uh, so, but then there comes on this other person that says how much will the hotel cost I don't even know this person like I have no idea who they are and so I say well I don't know yet I'm waiting for the hotel manager no well I knew that part but (laughs) but they the manager was supposed to call me back because the lady said because we were going to stay for 35 days he might give us a reduced rate yeah so you know, I'm praying, okay, God, I know sure. you're going to work this out. But the thing of it was is that the manager never called me back. Like, he was supposed to call me back Friday. He never called me back. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, so that's making me nervous because I'm starting. And I'm like, nope, nope, God's got this. Stop. Don't pick it up. You put it at his feet. Leave it at his feet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, God, I, I see you. You got this. I'm not going. So we had to go out, and we were doing something in the storage building, and Matt shows up. And the man has asked me not to, like, use his name because he doesn't want, he doesn't yeah. want any credit for what happened. He just wants, I, he's okay with me telling our story, yeah. but he doesn't want any credit because yeah. he, he said, this is all God. And so I'm like, okay. So Matthew comes in and he's like, mom, do you know anybody named? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, there's a guy that's sending a Facebook message to Tara saying, can you get Tammy to check her messages? And I'm like, well, wait, wait, wait. That's the man from church this morning. Yes, I know him. You know, so I run and get my phone. Run and get my phone. And he's sending me a message saying, hey, you know, I woke up this morning. Shut up. I'm not going to. I'm probably not going to say it exactly like what he told me the story because my brain doesn't always do well with details. But he says, God told me today that he needed my help. Shut up. Mm -mm. The hair on my leg just grew back. That's not good. He said, said, um, God told me he needed me today. 
And I said, okay, God, what you need me for? And I guess it's like God saying, okay, just hold on. It's going to happen. So he's on Compassion's, you know, online, and my thing pops up, and that's it. That's what I need you for today. Shut up. And I'm like, whoa. And he said, my wife and I want to pay. Shut up. And you know who this is. You know who this is. He said, my wife and I want to pay for your stay at the entire time that y'all were there. Holy. And I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. And I'm like, I I don't even know this man. This man does not know me. Why does he want to do this for me? And I'm like, and you know, and like, so as a family, but mind you, the whole time I've been dealing with my husband, we've been talking about being obedient to God mm-hmm. and to receive your blessings, being obedient. Yeah. Tommy never grew up tithing, okay? Yeah. So I grew up tithing. So I'm paying my tithes because this is where we are now. Yeah. This is where we are. This yeah. is where I need to be paying my tithes. Yeah. So I'm explaining to him about tithing, you know, uh, so he can understand it. And explaining to him that when we give to God cheerfully, yeah. it's, you know, he's going to take care of us. Yeah. We don't have to worry. And so, and here this shows up. God. Oh, my and I'm Lord. like, so of course, we're all still thinking, I mean, God, really, are you doing this for wow. us? Are you using him? So okay. that's when your knowledge of Jesus goes from your heart to your head. Yeah, girl. Everything that I've heard oh, is true. Yes. And so here we go. So Abigail has found an Airbnb that's going to cost $1,900. Shut oh, up. Wow. Yeah. And so, but can that's we stay amazing. there? Can we stay there? Because does she have Glade plug-ins? Does she have, right. you know, does she, has she had a dog? Has she had a cat? Does she? No. And so this is another thing. Here God puts me with her, and she's she's answering me back, and she's going, no, there are no animals. There are no carpets in the place. You know, there, wow. the couch is there from a previous renter, and there was a small animal there. But as long as you don't sit on the couch, she said, I'll cover it if you want me to. And I'm like, you better no. believe it. I'm like, I'll take no. it out and throw it out the window I'm if that's like, what you need. <laughs> I'm like, no, sweetheart, it's fine. I'll sit in the other chair. It's no problem. Yeah. I said, so, you know, we're good. And so she said, I said, well, can you do me a favor? Can you let my husband and my daughter just come over on Thursday when they get there and see if it'll work for us? Because she had to use essential oils there. So we just needed to make sure. So they go, they see, it's fine. Okay, in the meantime, this gentleman is still sending me messages. Have you found out anything? And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you are such a blessing. Wow. I mean, like he's seeking me. He is so faithful. mm. He is so faithful. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm at work on Friday. Thursday, I sent her all the information to put all the, you know, to, to get the the Airbnb, and we've paid for it and everything. So, you know, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, do I send him a message? Like, like, what do I do? You know, because I'm still really... Your portion un- of the bill is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so uncomfortable yeah, about this. Absolutely. Because this is way beyond my, of, you know, that take care of yourself and, you know, you, you know yeah. kind of thing. And so this is so far beyond what we've ever, you know. What do you and, do? And I mean, it, so it's, <laughs> it's Friday and I'm, you know, in a classroom and, and I get a message from him and he's like, hey, do you have like PayPal? Do you have blah, blah, blah? You know, because I had sent him the copy of the invoice. Yeah. By one o'clock, that man had put <laughs> that money into my PayPal account, and we were paid for. And you were doing the happy dance, and the children thought you had lost yes, your ever loving yes, mind. Yes, you yes. like Betty White in the proposal. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I love that movie. Yes. Yes. And so I'm just like, I mean. And what you, else can you do but, but thank God? What else? Well, Aww. but do you know what he said to me? And it's not even about the money. Do you know what he said to me? 
He said, Tammy, God loves you and your family so much. Yep. This is what God told me. He loves you and your family so much. And I was like, whoa. A's for everybody. Every one of you gets an A for the year. <laughs> I mean, it's just like wow. God loved us enough to take care of that. And I, yeah. and and I mean, he's not the only one. I'm talking But he go, knew that that person was going to be faithful right. and, and I he mean, knew. We yes. you know, we have family that has helped us tremendously. It you know, go to the mailbox and come in the house and there's this handwritten thing and I open it up and there's a check and I'm like, oh, uh, uh, "Okay, God, I see you." But look, that Tommy Edwards gets paid on Fridays. And that Tommy Edwards cannot wait to pay his tax. Oh. And he's so proud of himself for seeing how much God loved us to use other people. And here's what I know about the two of you and your family. If you ever hear of anybody that needs you and you believe that you can make a difference in their life, Tommy Edwards and Tammy Edwards are going to do everything that they know to do to lighten somebody else's load. I'm so, I am so in awe of you for getting out of your comfort zone mm. and taking off the mask of I'm fine, we're fine, everything's fine, and saying, here I am, just as naked as I can be, saying to you, this is how I need you to pray for my family. Wow. I know that people have said to me, what can we do for them? And I have said to you, Tammy, what can we do? And what's your response been? Please pray. Please pray. And maybe those prayers got to that man. And that mm. man said, I hear you, Lord. I hear you, Lord. I'm so, golly, miracle after miracle after miracle Absolutely. after miracle. Absolutely. And so what's the prognosis now for Tommy? Well, as of right now, we have no new tumors. Thank you, Lord. We have a we have a lymph node that you know is is swollen out, and that could just be from the radiation. Yeah. Oh, but boy, I skipped something here. Let me remind, let me tell you about my anointing oil from Jamie Roberts. Tell me. Every morning in Georgia, his devotional sits on top of the 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 little dresser there in the Airbnb, and his anointing oil is beside of it, and he gets up. Uh, before everybody else does, you know, and we got to be at the hospital 45 minutes early just in case, you know. Um, but <laughs> but he gets up and he and he and he reads his devotional and he and he says his prayers and he anoints himself with his oil. Okay, so people are asking me, how's Tommy doing with radiation? You know, how's the side effects going? Like, yeah. What what are they doing for the burns for skin? Did you have to get him some ointment? I said, what burns? Shut up. Not even a red mark. What? You shut your mouth right now. I am now. not. I am telling you, if God is my witness right here, that not a, not a red mark, not a burn, not, the only thing the poor man had is if he did not get some food right after he had his radiation, he would get sick at the stomach, yeah. you know. That's it. That's amazing. Well, feed that man when he comes out of there, and there you go. Golly. next. Tammy. That's amazing. Yeah. So tell me what this is, because you look like you're more in love with your husband than you've ever been Ooh, in your whole girl. entire mm, life. That's my man. <laughs> that's my dude. That's my, I, I, he's just, I mean, he was already, I mean, you know, Tommy's gone through some stuff. He lost his mom and his dad to cancer very young. Mm -hmm. He lost his brother to cancer. And so he's he's had a lot of tragedy as well as being with mine. Yeah. So we both, because we both love been to hell and back. I mean, we really have. And, you know, it's Tommy being, you know, the southern man that you don't see him cry. The only time I ever saw him yeah. cry is he went in to see my nephew in the ER and I couldn't do it, but he did. And he came out of the door, and tears were just streaming down the side of his face. And as soon as he saw me, 
he sucked it up and it, not another tear shed. And, you know, and I mean, he cried when his mom and dad passed away and he cried when his brother passed away. But he holds it in. Yeah. You know, he, he holds in all of that stuff that he doesn't do that anymore. He sees oh, now. Wow. He Shut sees up. now that the to humble yourself mm-hmm. and let people see that you're not okay with what's going on that it that I am a man and I have emotions and I have a heart that can you know and what a witness does he have come on girl i mean <laughs> like like i tell him all the time god's got big plans for us absolutely i am so excited about what it's thinking covid would go away because we have to be careful. Yeah. We can't just sure. go and just, you know, yeah. I mean yes, we go to work because we got to have money, but we have, you know, like say, you know, we pr- we pray Psalm 91 over ourselves each day and we anoint our oil, ourselves with our oil for protection of covid-19 and you know, we trust God. We just trust mm. God <laughs> every day. I'm going to tell Harley who's over our men's group about Tommy, uh, and I bet you Tommy will stand before that group of guys and say, here we go. Let's get real. I mean, in the past, he would, because let me tell you, the, you know, Tommy grew up with a speech impediment, so he, talking is not, I mean, it took, my family thought forever that he never liked anybody because he never talked, Mm. but it was just because, oh yeah, he just wasn't comfortable, you know. And um, so it's a, uh, it's you know he's he's uh, he's just uh, love watching <laughs> him grow. I just love watching him grow. That's you know, amazing. and my kids. Mm, I just I want so much for you know you want so much for normalcy when when you've had yeah. what we've had yeah. because you go through life thinking what next. Yeah. No, I do not say that. You better not. That's do right. not say that. Your words have power. They yeah. do. We we we're positive from here on out. We don't say things that you know. It's it's just we are healed. There will be no more new tumors. So for somebody listening right now, what you don't see, listener, is there's a little cross that hangs around her neck. And every time she gets wound up, she just has to touch it. She's just got to keep her hand on it to make sure it's still there. For someone listening to you who's going through this, may not be cancer, but it could be any valley. Yeah. What in the world do you say to that woman? Because that's who we that's who we talk to, right? Women. I, I can't minister to Tommy. I, I can't. I mean, I can, but... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There, there's a woman out there that's holding on by a rope for all she's worth. Talk to her heart. What would you say to her? Oh, sweetie. Mm. First of all, don't. Well, I'm going to say this. Don't do it alone. But mm-hmm. at some point in time, you have to get alone with God. Yeah. You just have to. You have to break it all down and you have to just tell him your needs. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I used to think you only prayed about the big things and asked God for the big things, like if there's cancer or if there's this. Uh-uh. God wants, he, he's our heavenly father. He just wants us to seek his face. And he wants us to tell him our innermost needs and wants, and he wants to take care of it for us. And he will. And he'll do it through other people. He'll do it through, he'll, I, I have felt so alone the last two years and but I wasn't it's that it's that it's that person that on Facebook sends me a private message that says sweetheart who please keep doing these videos because you have just touched me and I needed to hear this just just reach out just first of all know you have a Jesus that loves you he loves you so much. He just wants to be your everything. And just walk with him every minute, every hour, every not, Just cry out to him. I can't tell you the times that I would be listening to a song, Redeemed, or All My Hope Is In Jesus, oh, or, yeah. and literally just fall down on my knees in my kitchen and bawl and cry and tell him he was my only hope. I'm so stinking in all of you. Yes. 
I, there are people that are going to listen to this story and let go. Thank God. And let him. And then the miracles start happening in their lives. Yes, life. yes. If they'll just let it. I, I love what Ann said. To get when you when he is the only thing that you can get to, pride goes out the window. Oh yeah. But then, the miracles that happen, mm-hmm. everything that we thought he had taken from us gets restored. And restored again, and restored in full, and restored and then some, and you're like, what? And the fact that you're sharing it. You have to. Thank you for sharing it, because, my God, <laughs> you know, it's what God is doing in your life and in Tommy's life, and the fact that you're letting people into you got to. that, and that you're allowing, you know, when you're sharing it, even on, you know, the compassion Live, you're allowing people to step into those obedience yeah. opportunities yes. so that God can then use their story to minister to others. Well, even the guy that was so obedient, yes. if you hadn't shared it, he would have missed a blessing too. Mm-hmm. He would have missed an opportunity to serve too. And yeah. he and he wouldn't have been a pivotal part of our story. Right. Oh my gosh. Like right. he's such a, like like I'm talking... To just for Tommy to see being obedient with our money. It's not our money. It belongs to God. Oh, girl. And what we (laughs) think we needed to do with it and what we worried about whether we were going to have it and could do with it, we didn't have to worry. Right. As long as we're being obedient and and doing what he asked us to do and sharing our money and, and giving it back to him so his work can be done. So he took your $4 in your savings account and rerouted that thing through that fella and multiplied it and shook it up (laughs) and poured it out. Good Lord. Angela, stop crying. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I need my tissues over there. Tammy, thank you so much. This was incredible and I feel like I've gone to church and I feel like I need to say, Nate, Come on out with your worship team and let's just praise Jesus. <laughs> yes. I, I don't even know how to end this other than to say thank you. And I am in awe of your journey with Jesus. And uh, it just renews this fire in me to do what he's calling me to do. Mm-hmm. I, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. be that guy in somebody's life. I want to. But you have to wake up like he did. Looking for the voice of Jesus yeah. to say, what do you have for me today? I love what Ed says. However, whenever, whatever, Wherever. whoever. He started praying that. And next thing you know, he's in the dumpster looking for somebody's medicine. It was an elderly couple that had thrown away their medicine by accident. So he's rummaging in the dumpster and he's like, okay, Jesus, this is not what I meant. When I asked, whatever we do. But he, you know, he, he found their medicine for them, and they were on a fixed income, and he... Oh, Lord, what are you doing? So, what are you doing? I love you. I love you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. I, You know, I, I so much appreciate being able to come here and oh. just feel the love. Like, listening to your podcast from last week just made me feel so comfortable about coming here today and knowing. See, it wasn't so bad. No. I mean, <laughs> well, see, my biggest thing is making sure, you know, something that the devil's used against me my whole life is my words because I used to talk without thinking. Same. And so I would say things that offended people or wasn't the right thing or, and I still do it. Sure. Don't get me wrong. I'm not there. But I'm more passionate now about being quiet and listening. Mm. For Sometimes a few it feels like his hand is right across my mouth saying, <laughs> I wish you would try to say what you're thinking right now. There have been times that I just knew what I was going to say and he won't let me say it. <laughs> then we have to have a discussion when I get back in my Jeep. I really wanted to say that. And all I hear is, Aren't you glad you didn't? <laughs> yes, I am glad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, 
So, I, you know, I, I prayed this morning that God would lead me and that I would say what he wanted to be said today. Not anything about me, but about what he wanted me to say. Not, you know, and to keep me focused because there's this, there's this, I mean, I have ADHD and, you know, my brain bounces from, you know, one thing to other during a conversation and it, you know, I was really worried about that. <laughs> so you said coming on here that you had heart knowledge of Jesus. Where are you now? Oh, I'm the full knowledge. It's the full package. It's the, it's the relationship. It's the, I get up in the morning and you have to understand, I like my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't relate to that at and all. And I don't, I'm, I'm a night owl. So, you know, and I have to get up at 5.30 if I'm going to spend some time with Jesus. Mm. And and I have to be at work by 7.30. And it's, and it's, but it's, and, 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 and every morning I fail. It's like 15 minutes I hit that snooze and I'm, then I'm so mad at myself. But then it's like, okay, so I turn on a podcast. I turn on a, you know, a, a, you know, a devotional with the pastor that I follow and, and, or I, you know, and while I'm getting ready, I'm listening. And then, and then I'm saying, I'm so sorry. I didn't get up <laughs> when that alarm first but went But maybe off. Jesus gave you a 15 minutes cause he knew you needed it. Well, and, and, but see, I beat myself up for that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, it's like my weaknesses and my failures are what I'm so used to, to focusing on that I forget to give myself some grace and say, try again tomorrow, girlfriend. It, it is very clear to me that that 15 minutes that you lost in the morning, that there is a constant conversation between you and Jesus all day long. All day long. I don't think he missed that 15 minutes, girl. All I, day long. I think I, you all right. I can't. And, and I have to write everything. I have to, the, the way I learn is to write. And so I have to write stuff. So you should see the different things that I, God, you know, this book that I'm writing this in and this book that I'm writing this in, and I'm thinking, I'll never remember which one it's in when so I need what? to go back to it. So what? But the main stuff stays with me. It stays there. That's right. The main stuff stays in my pocketbook. Yeah. The, the when I need to pull that out and yeah. remember the day that Jesus brought me to RZF and reminded me that I was Everything that I had done in the past, every sin that I had in the past, every failure was gone because he died on that cross for me. And I'm not going to be perfect. He's still working on me every day. But I can because of his redemption, power of his blood. Nothing I do, all about what he did Mm. for me. It's a good day. It's a wonderful day. day. (laughs) Hey, I love you. I love you too.